This is the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. We have your back with everything from games, lessons, and coaching. YouthworkerCollective.com Welcome to the Youth Worker Collective Podcast. I am Jeremy Steele, and I am here with a veteran youth worker of 30-some-odd years, Scott Meyer. Scott, is going to be part of our kind of summer series of one-on-one in-person interviews. And so, Scott, can you tell me real quick, before we get started on Summer Trip Life Hacks, can you tell me uh, where you serve? I am uh, Scott Meyer, and I serve at McFarland Memorial United Methodist Church in Norman, Oklahoma. Okay, Scott. So you've been doing youth ministry for longer than I think all of the youth ministers that are in my current youth ministry cohort that I lead were alive. <laughs> oh, great. That was, that's, that's always a heck of, a, of an introduction. <laughs> uh, in that time, you've done a summer trip camp, whatever, or two. Mm-hmm. And I know that when I was doing that, there's some little tricks that can help things go really a lot better that you kind of pick up along the way. So I just want to hear a couple of those. We'll, we'll share a couple together of little life hacks that can help make the mm-hmm. go more smoothly. What kind of things have you picked up along the way? Well, I'm Mr. Procrastinator. And one of the things that I notice is... Which is a, the, a unusual <laughs> attribute for you. <laughs> exactly. What other youth director is, is, is a procrastinator, right? I have to take copious notes of just like writing down everything that I, as it comes to my mind, I literally carry around a pad of paper the two weeks before a trip because I know that somehow the clock moves so much faster every day you get closer. And there's so many things running on your mind. Uh, and I just take tons of notes. The other thing that I've started doing is if I go one summer, especially if I go to the same place and we go to the same place during spring break. So this really isn't a summer thing, but what kinds of things can I do far in advance? Like for instance, debriefing, Mm -hmm. evening devotions and that kind of stuff that you might make for small groups, get those out of the way, 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 way far, way early so that you don't have to worry about that. And then the other thing is taking care of my personal stuff. I try to make sure that I am packed for a trip personally a week before. Now that that's holy that is cow. Really tough. Scott, no, I really do. That is amazing. I, I have never done that in my whole life. Well, now I didn't say I was really good at it uh, <laughs> because here's if I don't. You don't start trying a week out. <laughs> this last spring vacation, I took four suitcases. I literally threw in just, I didn't even pack it. I just threw clothes in because I packed the night before. Uh-huh. And I was like, either I pack far in advance or I, you know, make sure I have extra money in my account so I can go to CVS and buy the deodorant and toothpaste I forgot, you know, <laughs> right. but making sure that you take care of yourself or set some time aside where you're, you're taking care of yourself. Uh, because as you get right up on the trip, you're not thinking about any of that. It's a funny thing, but every time that I've not done this, I've missed something. I actually take out the packing list. The very last thing I do after mm-hmm. I pack my suitcase is I get the packing list I gave to the students, right? And I take it out and yep. look at it myself. And every time, every single <laughs> time, I'm like, God, toothpaste. I didn't put toothpaste in. How can I not put toothpaste? Yep. Like yep. every time there's something on the list. And I was like, man. Why, how I am a grown man. How did I not pack right. that? That's right. And your mind's just running a mile a minute of all of these yep. different details. The other thing I do is I, I put aside in a separate room, separate from my office, a 
place where I just stack the stuff that needs to get packed. So, you know, if I want to make sure that there's certain supplies that I need, there's certain, you know, tools might be in one area mm-hmm. of the church, find a room or something where I can put that stuff. And so that it's not, um, so it's sort of not only out of sight, out of mind, and then I've checked that off my list, mm-hmm. but also I'm not tripping over it because, right. you know, you start to get so much clutter. It's hard to organize both physically and what you're seeing, but also mentally yeah. uh, all of the things that you have to take on a trip. Yeah, I have a similar thing. So going on a trip, I'll have a Rubbermaid container, like a big one. It's just there. And anytime there's anything that needs to go on the trip that's not like a piece of paper, it just it goes in the Rubbermaid container. And then I know that I have not thought of something that needs to go and then didn't take it because I put it all in there. And, and no no lie, like I, I'll be on the other side of the church and I'll see, I was like, oh, We've got to have that microphone adapter. Grab the microphone adapter. Just I literally yep. walk back to my office, drop it in the box. And I'm like, okay, we've got it, right? And it is complete chaos in that box. But I know the stuff is in there. And we try to be organized with all kinds of other stuff. But this is just the little random stuff that you got. Like last trip, some kid didn't bring batteries. So we remember to get some D-cell batteries, right? And it's an easy way to make sure that stuff happens. And I also, and this is kind of a post-trip thing, but I've, one of the things I've started to do more and more afterwards is make sure that I take notes, that I sit down, whether it's the last night of the trip, if, you know, and again, you're burned out, you're tired, you're exhausted, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to remember anything as soon as I get home. Mm-hmm. I just, if I don't force myself to take some notes for the next time, I'm going to forget it. And it's amazing, even if you're not going to the same place or doing the exact same thing, those notes that you take will help you in, in the planning for next time. Yep. I remember something you told me one time. <laughs> it was funny the way it happened because we had this conversation and you talked about this thing that you did that I thought was the stupidest thing I'd ever heard. And then about two months later, I was like, I should have listened to Scott because you're the person who brings actual paper maps. Is that right? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. Because you never know where you're going to run out of, you're, you're going to be out of internet or you're going to have some sort of issue um, and not know where you're going. And we just make sure to print those out that we right. have uh, a set for everybody. Yep. And I don't, I, I usually hang on to them, but yeah. I'm telling you, you never know. There's lots of assumptions and that's all stuff you got to do beforehand. Yeah. And that is a simple life hack. Just throwing uh, the, go on to Google and have it do the map thing for you and then print it out. Because what happened, you had said that and I thought it was ridiculous because we live in like the 2000s or whatever. And then all of a sudden, I mean, we're in Alabama and we're in the middle of nowhere in Alabama. And the middle of nowhere in Alabama is really the middle of nowhere. And <laughs> and there wasn't just no LTE. There was no 3G. There was no E. I could barely make a phone call where the bus broke yeah. down. And somebody asked me, I got them on the phone. They're like, well, where are you? And I said, hang on. I pulled out my phone and I said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the road number. I don't know the mile marker. I have no idea. And so I had to literally walk on the side of the road until I could <laughs> find something that they could Google to find where I was. We were, yeah, that's awesome. I yeah. love that. That's so like a paper map. <laughs> Since then, it's just been like, I'm, I'm getting a paper map. I'm going to. 
people yeah. are going to think it's ridiculous. And then next time the bus breaks down on the side of the road. Yeah, you're going to be the smartest guy in the world. Yeah. On uh, trips, I'm pretty notorious, you know, especially on mission trips when we're sleeping on church floors in um, with air mattresses and stuff. I will assign kids to the room that they're going to sleep in. And, and I will go up as they're unloading the luggage and I will go into my sleeping room and I have blue tape and I will tape out my sleeping area <laughs> because I, I want to make sure that I have the prime place. I right. want to make sure that I have a plug-in. 100%. I want to make sure that every kid knows, don't touch my stuff. This is my stuff. Right. You better not prank me or anything because this is my little room. And it's kind of a joke, but there are certain things that I kind of think we need to do to sort of protect ourselves. Yeah. Um, I don't know if protection is the right word. We just have to sustain ourselves right. during the week, and that's one of them. i got to have my space. Well, and not only that, like saying that you need a plug is kind of funny, but you, know, you, you really need one. Because Absolutely. when something happens back home and their parents call somebody, they're calling you. And right, it, right. it doesn't matter if they are going to break their streak. You're not trying to <laughs> yeah. do <a> Snapchat streak. <laughs> right? you, you've got like real world things that are important. So yeah, it's a super big deal. When it comes to sleeping arrangements and stuff like that, just don't care about hurting a student's feelings. Like you can be nice about it. You need to be sleeping next to the door or some of yeah. them does. Yep. They've BFFs and this is the first time at camp and blah, blah, blah. Don't, it doesn't matter. They got to move. Yep. Hopefully you were like yeah. Scott and you taped everything in blue so that everybody knew. <laughs> if you didn't, what's going to happen is somebody's going to be like, kids snuck out last night and you were sleeping in the back corner. Of the, why were you sleeping there? And it's going to sound really yeah. stupid when you say, well, I was kind of concerned about Tim's feelings getting hurt, having to move right. beds, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, as you're looking for another job. <laughs> right. I have a reputation for just being kind of heartless when it comes to things. But part of it is you've been to the last night of camp 50 times. And you have a perspective mm -hmm. on that yeah. that is different because of your experience than even, even some of the parents that are there for the first or second time. Mm -hmm. And the reality is like there is a limit to the length of time kids need to sing choruses to the guy who brought his guitar after worship is over and cry. Right. Like, right. I know it's right. emotional. Right. I know God's doing something, but tomorrow we've got to get up and go home and yeah. you need to pack your bag because it exploded all over the dorm. So I'm just have no heart. And I just say, hug each other and, and go to bed. Just please. It's time yeah. to go. Just to be, sometimes you have to be brutally honest about that kind of stuff. The other thing too, is I find that if parents offer to do something, I try to find something for them to do. So if mm -hmm. it's, you know, Hey, what can I do for you? Uh, the week before, if they're willing to offer, they're, they're wanting to do something. This, the second part of that is, um, is to find ways to turn stuff as much stuff over as you can. Right. I am a control freak. I want to know absolutely everything that's going on because when we head down the road, if a bus isn't filled with fuel or if we don't have the right tools, we get to the work site, it's too much to handle all of that. Mm -hmm. And so to find any little thing that you can turn over, like the printing of maps, I, sometimes I feel like I need to print the maps. I don't need to print the maps. No, there's, no. there's lots of people in my church who have printers <laughs> who, would love to, who are on their, they're on their computer. 24 7 anyway print me a map you know yeah because yeah, that is a huge turn. danger because these retreats and trips and youth program will shrink to the size that you can personally manage if you That's don't give exactly some of it right 
I find myself coming back with an anti-spiritual experience. I mean, I'm like so negative. And yeah, the reason I'm cynical about how many times we sing at the end of the last worship service is because I didn't feel Jesus because I wore myself out (laughs) trying to create this perfect experience that never happened, you know? Yeah. So you got to protect yourself in some ways. One more tip that you use. Do you have an app, something really cool and techie? No, you don't have an app. (laughs) No, I'm so like, I'm just, no, I'm old school. (laughs) Right. So what's a, what's a one more really practical tip that we we can get people? What about for the bus breakdown? Uh, a tip for the bus breakdown because it's going to break down. Even a charter bus. Yeah. No. What something's going to break down, and in that case, when when you know you're going to have a breakdown, you need to have a go to secondary person in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, totally. Because chances are you're going to be the one who's going to need to deal with all of the emergency situations, whether it's calling the bus company, calling the tow truck, dealing with parents back home. And then you're going to have a bus full of kids who are just, and, and you know, I'll tell you one other thing that we've started to do is to tell kids that if there's an emergency, please don't post it on social Hallelujah. media. Yes. That, and what I've told them is you are going to make the problem worse and you're going to make me look bad. You're going to put the trip at jeopardy. It's not that I'm trying to cover anything up, but if you say the bus broke down or or whatever, and mom and dad back home see that, not only are now they going to try to call me, but then the rumor mills start. And and then you're dealing with that situation in addition to just getting yourselves back on the road. Yeah. And just to kind of tag on to that, our local news outlet, the religion reporter has to file three stories every day. One of those stories <laughs> happened to be that we took kids to a foreign country and almost all of them got sick. And the source for that story was Facebook. Yeah. Our church office was getting phone calls about the sickness that was going on on our trip before our senior pastor even knew. Several students posted kind of all together. The news reporter got it. They used that. They posted the story on the news site and we're a large church. So it's a kind of more of a liability. I think for us, uh, it's a bigger story in a, in in a way. Sure. And then, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, that's a huge one. The other thing for when the bus breaks down for me is we, I have always had a couple of back pocket game things, a deck of cards some things like that. That's in my Mm -hmm. backpack Mm there. Don't take up a lot of space, but that if we have to go to a, car dealership and sit on the floor, (laughs) which we've done, there's something happening if all the luggage is trapped in the back of the church bus because we broke the handle off before we left because that happened too. Right. And and I think taking <laughs> that never happened. Right? And I think taking extra cash. I mean, how many times have I had to purchase some personal item for a student? I there's a mindset that I have on trips and that is once we depart, and actually probably starts two or three days before, once we depart, I no longer worry about the budget. Right. I mean I that's not meaning that I'm wasteful or, you know, or uber frugal or anything like that. Mm-hmm. All that matters then is making sure that the trip is successful. And there's going to be certain times where there, you're going to have unexpected expenses and you're just going to have to deal with it. And if, if a trip goes in the red because I chose to make sure that a student was comfortable in some way, that's just the way it's going to be. I'll just, I just get that out of my mind and I don't even worry about it. Sometimes you worry about it when you get home and sometimes it worked out. But during the trip, I got other stuff to worry about. Yeah, 100%. All right, Scott, thanks for that. I mean, these these are the kind of stuff that like, especially when you're first starting out, and to be honest, 
a large percentage of, uh, of youth workers have less than five years of experience. When you're starting out, these are the kind of things that you just don't know because you haven't figured them out yet. And, and it can be so mind-numbingly lonely sometimes to feel like you just don't know, you don't know where to turn. And that's, that's why we are here. That's why Youth Worker Collective is here. Once you know that we've got your back when it comes to figuring out the random things you need to know about taking a trip, uh, lessons and games and all of that. It's all available at youthworkercollective.com and more podcasts like this one at youthworkercollective.com slash podcast. <laughs>